Gasping, Rebecca sat up, her heart pounding as the remnants of her nightmare began to fade. She'd been standing on a platform before the entire town as they shouted for justice. It was only when she saw Jeb shaking his head and Mr. Gabe and Jewel looking at her with disappointment in their eyes that she'd managed to pull herself out of the dream. She'd sworn again and again that she wasn't a thief, and yet her subconscious had shown her the truth. She was exactly what the town was crying. Slipping from her bed, she eased her door open, cocking her head to listen for any sounds. Hearing none, she made her way through the building to the bathing room. The knife that had pricked her finger earlier was calling out her guilt. Her moan was soft but anguished when she saw that the towel where she dropped her dress was no longer on the floor. Her dress was gone as well, though she dropped to her knees to peer beneath the tubs as if it had crawled out of sight. Standing again and grimacing as her injured hand took her weight as she pushed up from the floor, she almost screamed at the sound of the door closing. A soft humming told her that Miss Nettie was awake. It was far later than she'd thought if the cook was already bustling about in the kitchen. Fear of discovery had her bladder clenching. Lifting the latch on the door that led outside, Rebecca eased it closed behind her as she made her way to the privy. The moon that had left her in darkness earlier had once again appeared. It, as well as the sun that was beginning to rise, bathed the yard in soft light. She almost screamed again when something moved a few feet to her right. Clasping one hand over her mouth and her injured hand against her chest, she recognized her dress, twisting in the wind. Of course, Miss Jewel had evidently hung it up with hopes that any remaining glass would be blown off the fabric. Her bladder reminded her of her urgent need, and she hurried to the outhouse and collapsed onto the seat. She knew she'd have to return the knife, but couldn't bear the thought of seeing Mr. March again. Her possession of his knife would prove that she was indeed a thief. He'd not give a hoot that she had innocently tucked it into her pocket. No, he'd demand that this time she be put behind bars, reminding anyone who cared to listen that she'd lied about being a thief. Fine, I'll just sneak it back. No one needs to know, she mumbled to herself as she finished her toilet. Once outside again, she moved towards the clothesline. Remembering the jab of the blade, Rebecca carefully slid her hand into the pocket of her dress. She whimpered when her fingers discovered nothing was inside. Pulling her hand free, she was about to cry when she remembered her other pocket. This time, her foray was successful, and she pulled out the small knife, only to give a shriek and drop it when a voice came from behind her. Child, what are you doing out here so early? Forcing herself not to faint dead away, Rebecca turned towards the voice. Oh, I, I just needed the privy, Miss Nettie. At the woman's glance toward the privy, she rushed on. Um, I just needed to make sure my dress was, um, was all right. I've already made my, um... You're gonna need a doctor if you don't get yourself back in bed, Missy. It's too chilly out here to be hanging no laundry. I'm going, Rebecca said, lifting her hand to wave and instantly regretting doing so when she saw Nettie's eyes widen. Laws, what happened to your hand, child? Oh, it's a long story, 
Miss Nettie, but I'm fine now. Just, um, really tired. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. I mean, later. She didn't wait for a response, bending to pick up the knife before sliding it beneath the thick bandage Dr. Norwood had used to wrap her hand. What's that? Rebecca almost yelled again when the voice sounded right behind her. Oh, nothing. I thought I saw a clothespin on the ground. Good night. Uh, good morning, she called, hurrying around Nettie to the door, not daring to breathe until she saw Nettie moving towards the outhouse. Once back in her room, she pulled the knife out and slipped it beneath her mattress. God, she could never be involved in any real crime. Her heart would give out.